Welcome to the Advice You Didn't Take podcast. I'm Remy Ray and this is a podcast dedicated to giving you honest perspective from those in the midst of building, sharing their gifts and breaking cycles to create generational wealth. I'm sure you're here because you want to break the chains and build a legacy for your family via entrepreneurship. So after more than 10 years of building various businesses and much blood, sweat and tears, I knew it was time to niche down and get specific. I now spend my days coaching women who are ready to be held accountable, articulate their unique value, package up their expertise to diversify their income without burning out. And because of this, coupled with my experience, I have a business class seat among those working smarter, not harder, driving true change, provoking thought and being paid for their authentic impact. Here we take a deep dive down memory lane by revealing exactly what it takes to build a successful business, the energy you really need to stay in the game and a true cost to win. We're talking about failure, money, investment into self, revenue and the true cost to operate. So if this sounds like your bag, glue down your lashes and let's get into the episode. Welcome everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I hope this is working. It seems so. It says we're telling followers that you started a live video. I'm very excited. Hey girl, bright and early. Um, Just waiting for a few more of you to join us. Hey Ray. Hello. Hey Emma. Emma, I need to talk to you. We need to do a live. You bless me so much. We need to do a live. Not sure if you're still there, but if you are, hopefully we can figure that out. Madeline should be joining us any moment. Um, I hope you guys are all right. It is Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> ah, what a life, eh? People are probably get finishing work. Hey, Mads. Hey, hey, hey. People are probably gonna pop in and pop out. I will repurpose this video and uh, oh, edit to my popping off my own head. I don't know. Come how to through with the red lips. I'm a young. I'm a. I'm an old woman. It's good to see you today. I've spruced myself up so I look a little decent. You know, you're lucky you got this. I just washed my hair and put coconut oil in it. I'm you're lucky it, you got. Girl. Girl. I am <laughs> loving it. Okay. You good? I'm good. I'm good. Busy. I, and poor me is like, oh, what do I do this time? Is it on my computer? Can I do it on my computer? No, you can't. <laughs> you can try. No, you can't. Oh, oh, oh. Listen, let me get a notepad because I know I got to write down because you know my brain bud. Oh, God. <laughs> How is you, girl? I'm good. I'm so, like I'm so ready to get in, into this conversation with you. I've just called it a conversation with Madeline McQueen because <laughs> I'm looking forward to repurposing it. I'm looking forward to um, saving it and like having it in my personal archive of just woman to woman conversation. Mm-hmm. We speak frequently, yes. but you know the woes. You know a lot of the plights that we go through as Black women, and I think that a lot of women. I really, really look forward to this kind of conversation with two people, two different generations, but yeah. the same, right? I'm grabbing a change. pen. I'm not ignoring you. I'm just grabbing a pen. No, the two pens empty. So I'm working so hard, the pens can't last. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, my love. 
I am yours for however long. You're mine now. Good. Hey, Abisola. It's for you. We're good. Because, listen, we need to stick to the time. What's you know how time? black people say. Time, you know, tell me the time. It's six o'clock now. Guess who will let us know the time? Instagram. Yeah, they will let us know when they cut us off. When they cut us off. On our own. Talk to me, Kat. Right? I just want to say thank you in advance for your time because I know you're a busy woman. You're literally working with every single person under the sun right now and you're still making time to speak to little old me. Oh, I'm so ridiculous. Um, so Is you oh, have to follow me now. Everybody following you, Remy Ray. Please, me and my little, my little tiny following, my little army of black women. <laughs> Not little, you know. Um, powerful. Well, listen, together we're even better, right? Absolutely. Um, can you tell us who you are? Because I think people think they know who you are, but I don't think they know who you are. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I am Madeline McQueen. I am an executive coach and trainer. Uh, I train soft skills. I have a signature program called What's Stopping You That is that I try and tend to train in corporate. I work a lot in advertising, uh, coaching, and doing training um what else do you want to know about okay i'm a speaker and a host i love hosting love moderating i also am a husband join oh, i just see it what <laughs> girl is what <laughs> i am the wife of david mcqueen i am the mother of yep. two young wonderful women beautiful. 18 and 22 rihanna and lauren thank you so much my dear um i have been married to this man for 25 years uh, together for 32. I'm a little, I am a little mad by name, mad by nature. Um, <laughs> I have a real heart for black women. I have a heart for women. Um, and I have a strategic kind of brain. And so that tends to come into the work that I do. Everything I do is based on three words, clarity, confidence, and empowerment. I think that if you can get really clear uh, about where you want to go, what you want to do, how you want to do it, who you want to do it with, um, and what's important to you and what your why is, then it's really easy for you not easy, but it becomes easier to build your confidence. I'm all about evidence-based confidence. It's not me telling you, oh, just be confident. No, it's about reaching into what you have already done and proved to prove your confidence and, and noting it. Because what we do as women and especially, and not just women, because I do work with men too, but mainly women, you know, we do something amazing and then we just go, oh yeah, I did that. And then we move on. And it's like, yeah, actually cap all of this goodness so then when we have something new to do we don't even know how to we think that we don't have enough. it's like we're starting from scratch it's we're like starting from scratch scratch and it's like guys you don't know what you just did um oh. and why do you think that is why do you think that is why why do you think that we're so fast to like skip over it i think there's so many i think again like most things on this planet it's a multifaceted problem it comes oh. from growing up, um, and I think definitely within the Caribbean community, I can mostly say within the African community, one of the challenges is, is that we are, as women, we're silenced a lot. You know, we, we're expected to do everything, not necessarily get any accolades for it, and still we can't go out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. Wash, cook, clean, you name it, right? Uh, pull yeah. everything together and so I think that really impacts our psyche 
and then they'll talk. I think that there's a massive imbalance that nobody's talking about here as well. Like, my partner be expecting me to come home, cook, clean, fling it up, hustle, right. go to work. I'm just like, so what are you doing all day, sir? R right. <laughs> and I think there is training that happens in that. In all honesty, it happens like that. So, like, you know, a lot of boys in our, in, in our community, they're able to just go out. Do you know what I mean? There's no question about them going out. Where you go out, you've got to be, you know, yes, and leave going out at seven, you've got to be back at eight. What kind of nonsense is that? You know? Yeah. And so there's that. And then obviously that plays out in school. It plays out in work. Um, and we do amazing things. But sometimes, you know, as well for us, what we do ends up being... Um, so I remember, I'll give you an example. I went to work for this guy and was so eager to please and to do well and to achieve... And I had this great idea about what needed to be done to get more, because my background is originally in sales, to get more people on board and in. And what happened was, I the guy, white guy said, come for lunch with me. Oh yeah, cool, let's do lunch. Oh yeah, so what's your opinion of? And I told him, I got back to the office and he disappeared. Came back to me, yeah, I went and told the boss that that's what we're gonna do like it was his and the amount of time oh. that we as, as women and especially black women have stuff stolen for us so we almost kind of get in this head of oh well just leave it you know just move on oh. um but also we're just not taught to celebrate we're not taught to celebrate ourselves and and just get along get along boost boastful if we do and but that the truth of the matter is is this, once you leave secondary school life is a sales pitch you want a job you got to pitch yourself you want a client you got to pitch yourself and yet we're in this this crazy environment that says do not be boastful and do you know what if people googled what humble meant they probably would stop saying be humble i want to ask you something you touched on something there um about women and and you know men and we're just held to a very different standard we all already know that but i just wanted to touch on something quickly about the way women unarm themselves very quickly when it comes to men yeah true very very true and you know i remember doing it in in the sense of i mean because you're talking about the sales pitch right yeah. and in that sales pitch if you're speaking to a man quickly it's oh yeah because this i've done it myself i'm like yeah i'm dyslexic oh yeah i come from a single we um you, and all and then he knows everything oh, no, 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 no you know or and i'll tell you another thing that we do especially if you have been brought up in church and somebody gives you a compliment no not me it's god and it's mm. like hold on you you have been given gifts and talents yeah there's nothing wrong with you saying yeah i did that you know what i mean and we're always diminishing what we did that was great and that diminishing means that as we go on and on and on and on and on when we get to need this great stuff that we have done we just don't have it because we don't see it because we spent so much time diminishing what's great about us that we can't see what is great about us and some of consistent out that's something we have to get grip to grips with yeah. um and then we go over either with with so much of ourselves <laughs> <laughs> kind of like but do you actually have anything to back that up um and i think we just got we've got to find that good happy ground for us you know but talk to me a little bit about overqualified black women in spaces 
because I'm speaking to a lot of oh, black women and, is, and I experience it too you know with my clients is women who are uber uh, qualified who are also still downplaying who they are what they're good at how they can do it um, and, and in all honesty there is something here that we have to address which is that especially if we're black women going into a predominantly white environment then it can feel in, in, without even recognizing, you know, I, I went into counseling and I'll tell you about that in a minute, but it's amazing how you're finding yourself in a space and ultimately think that people are applying stereotypes to you. It doesn't mean to say that people aren't because that happens too, but it's interesting the internalized um, stereotypes that we are trying to avoid or we're ultimately assuming that this is how people view us and I remember being in my counselling course and um, there was another lady who was and again even for me she was um, from Venezuela but she had you know very straight hair I at the time my hair was all natural um, I was in a big puff and even like I spoke to one woman who she she um especially about our children. I appreciate, you know what, I lived in a little bit of judgment back then. And so what happened was, you know, she's complaining about her children. I said, okay, well, what would it be like if you just said no? And then she got very upset because she thought I was judging her and this, that and the other. And I could feel the aggressive black woman trope coming from her, but I could also feel the aggressive black woman trope feeling like, oh no, this is where it's gonna go. So before she'd even mm. said, do you know what I mean? And so there's a double whammy there that we're dealing with. And, and it goes back to school, right? And I went to school, a predominantly white school. And in all honesty, in that school, Valentine's Day, and I had this conversation with my children, Valentine's Day, well, let's just watch the tumbleweed. Because ain't nobody <laughs> giving me, the black girl, a Valentine's card. It really impacts you and it dents you. It dents your worth. And everyone else, you know, all the blonde girls have got them, all the other girls have got them, but you haven't, don't get any cards or don't get anything. And obviously this is back in the 70s, so 70s and 80s. So you're looking at people thinking, oh yeah, I'm 51 people. So I'm not no young chick. I've been around mm -hmm. the world a few times, um, but black don't crack. So we all love that. So, um, <laughs> but the thing is about it is, and I spoke to my children about it because that has a massive impact on whether or not you think you're beautiful, whether or not you think you're lovable. And so you take all of this stuff that has not necessarily been picked into the workplace or university, the workplace course, you take all of that with you. And then all of this wonderful stuff. And then what we do is we, we've got, you know, we got all the qualifications or we, you know, we did all the different kinds of most, I could speak to most women or black women, especially who've maybe put on an event and never even recognized it that they were putting on, you know, they put on somebody's wedding or somebody's christening or somebody's something, right? And they've done all of this stuff, but never recognize it. And that's a real issue. Um, because when we get into work now, we are overqualified, but we don't see that we're overqualified. Plus we're maybe getting microaggressions that make dent our confidence even more. And then next thing you know, we are literally in a hole we can't get out of well also you know then we place the limited self-beliefs on ourselves, and so we don't even want to get out well, sometimes we don't even want to leave 
we don't want <laughs> we, we've got this trope that i really cannot go with and i know i got i got almost trolled on twitter for it um because i'm sick of hearing um work twice as hard i just think no people work twice as smart, smart. what i found with my clients is twice as hard is is literally burrowing us into a hole that we one cannot get out oh. of but two ain't nobody gonna get us out of you know why they're not gonna let us come out the reason why is because we're doing so well and making them look so good they don't what want the no problem they don't want no problem they don't what's the problem no, because you, <laughs> you just proved that you are literally 10 times better and so since you've now, because you've had to work twice as hard and twice, you, now I'm 10 times better, but now I can't get no promotion. And, and it's really funny. I had a client and, you know, she, she, she pulled me on board because she had been at a previous job working like a mad woman validation right and so we went through and we were like okay i was like write down all the things you did in that job write down all the things you're supposed to do in this yeah. job and then i said okay and the difference was unbelievable so i said of how course much, how much of that job you were doing in your previous job was your actual job what percentage and i ask this question often i can tell you often it's between something like seven to twenty percent Wow. And they are doing something like 80 to, you know, 93% more than they need to. Um, or And the crazy thing about that then becomes when they move into another job, their expectation is then to kill themselves all over again. And actually, yeah. what you need to do is do what's on the job. Stop trying to nobody's going to yes, work hard, but nobody's going to recognize you when you overwork and make me look bad. And also, I just want to say that a lot of us are going into these um, organizations trying to save somebody. I've been mm -hmm. that person as well. Like, I'm trying to hold the ship up. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to be innovative. I'm trying to, you know, be strategic. I'm trying to, like, connect the dots mm -hmm. and network. It's not your job. That's not my job. It's not your job. It's not my job. <laughs> and that's not what you're paying for. And, you know, we know it's a massive ethnicity pay gap. And yet we're here doing every bum job and, and washing bottles, you know, as well oh, as... Kizzy, come on, Kizzy. Listen. Come on, Kizzy. Right? <laughs> right? So let's just stop it. And the thing about it is all of that killing ourselves is denting our confidence when we don't get recognition. And if you've grown up not getting recognition... You're not going to get the recognition. And you're not going to There's the no way somebody's going to stop eating to feed you. It's just not going to happen. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean to say there aren't people who could give you recognition. But the truth of the matter is, is that I guarantee them all more often than not, the person who is your boss isn't going to give you recognition. Yeah. It most yeah. probably is your boss. Sometimes it's your boss's boss who wants to give it. But you're, I know somebody who's done phenomenal things in their I like phenomenal to the point where the, her boss's boss is like, oh my gosh, you are amazing. You've changed the company. Da, da, da. Her, boss don't want to, her boss has been dragging his heels on promotion. And now we're in COVID. Nobody mm. promoting nobody. Well, well that, I don't think that's true. I, I, I've got a friend, her, her company's definitely doing promotions. They're just they're doing women promotions or black people promotions. Actually, to be honest, <laughs> you're absolutely right. I know another person who said that actually during COVID, Somebody was pulled into a little coffee. Yes, so we're going to give you a promotion. Two levels. Two levels. Fun. Yeah. And didn't, didn't deserve it. Um, yeah. And that's why you've got to also, this is why I keep talking about playing it smart, because smart is about who do I need to know within the organization? Who the, wh how am I networking? What am I doing? What am I playing towards? Um, what's my 
goal for being here what let's talk about that let's talk about that the goals a lot of the time we're working in this survival mentality of just being able to especially as black people like you and your husband are some of the first black people i've ever met that are really operating in their excellence and waking up each and every day doing what you love right but there's a lot of us black women and you know this personally right there's a lot of us trying to you know do great things but still can't let go of that survival mode yeah and a lot of us are still trying to like you know maintain our families help our families but we're not living out our like purpose we're not we're not doing anything of excellence because we're so bummed down with everything else absolutely and here's the thing about that right is we have to get to a point where we have to understand you have to be your own damn hero right yeah. i went through a real i mean i've been through it right and i said I'm in my 60th decade of, of, of on this planet, sixth six decade on the planet. I'm not in the 60s, but I'm in the sixth decade. And I've been through it, right? And I've been through praying, hoping, you know, for the check to turn up and to save me. It's not coming. And so you need to be your own hero. That might mean you need to start setting some boundaries with the people in your life because you are not here to be their kizzy. You're not here for their purpose because what's mm -hmm. happening is you're there killing yourself for them and they are doing their life on their terms and we live in so much fear about what's going to happen but we are constantly teaching people how to treat us and if we don't hold the boundaries if we don't say mm -mm, no oh no no then basically we are at the mercy of other people we have handed over our power and getting that back can be traumatic but the truth of the matter is you got to get it back if you want to live the life you want to live on your terms how did you decide to pivot into coaching from, because you've worked at a major organization, sales extraordinaire, right? Like, how did you decide to take the leap of faith and take a bet on yourself? So to be honest, it's like the universe did it for me. So what happened was, uh, honestly, God, I've always... I need a drink for that one. <laughs> In all honesty, I have always had um, people come to me, literally, I've had people walk me up to me in the street, ask me questions. I mean, like ridiculous stuff. Like I had a girl in Bournemouth come up to me whilst I was standing, um, standing, put, just put my shopping in the car. And she said, can I ask you a question? Cause you look too sweaty. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, my boyfriend tells me that I'm ugly and that I dress like a slag. And you know, I don't know if I should be with him or not. I cannot tell you, this is my life. I've had people on the dance floor. So this is something that's always been happening for me. But what happened was I was, I was killing myself, working really hard. I had a boss that was quite abusive, um, hitting targets, doing everything. And basically what happened is I, um, I got pregnant and I had a miscarriage at nine weeks. And basically I just said, I'm done. I'm not going to lose any more children for this kind of stress. So I, I, my, I had a really good, doctor at the time he said get pregnant straight away your body's ready for it which i did and hence my youngest daughter was born but i just said i'm not even waiting for mat leave i worked my three months notice and i left and then i felt a little bit like rudderless okay what do i do now i mean it was about my kids because i still had an older daughter as well and i and i just thought wow okay what am i gonna do 
um, so I started doing some business consulting and helping people with business and sales and doing, you know, business coaching. I took a course with um, the Coaching Academy back then. They were the first guys out there. And then what basically, that's my daughter, Lauren. Um, Lauren. So, <laughs> so what happened was I just said, you know what? I did the course, but during the course, I realized I wanted to do more business coaching as opposed to just consulting. Um, I did a bit of that, but I recognized I was working on the individual all the time. Because if you don't believe in your business, nobody else will. If you're not sure you can make it, well, why would anyone buy your stuff, right? Uh, girl. You don't fit. running your own business but what i will say is if you're gonna do it then do it step into it believe mm. it and so i decided that okay what do i really want to what do i really want to put my stake in the ground because i can do a number of things like many of us i'm multi-talented i'm a bit of a jack of all trades but there comes a point in your business where you have to say i'm going to put my stake in the ground and this is what i'm going to do and so i said that's what i'm going to do i'm putting my stake in the ground and i'm going to become i'm going to be an executive coach and it so happens that you know mm. once you say it and you believe it and you mean it all the universe, heaven and earth conspires Inspires, to make it yeah. happen. And so um, what basically happened was um, I, I started executive coaching, helping people, supporting people. Um, I knew that confidence was one of the things that I really wanted to work on because I've always done that. Um, and so that's, that's how I got into it. And then I just had to get over myself in the honesty and, and go for it. And I have, I mean, I, I, I work with a lot of the big advertising agencies. Yeah. Um, you know, I've worked with whether that's from the individuals contacting me directly. I work at C-suite level. Um, I, I work at, you know, senior level. Um, I also have other people I take on board because I think it's important to support. Um, and sometimes, ever so often, I'll take on a mentee that I will work with. But the truth of the matter is, is this. You've got to believe in your own hype, right? Because if you don't believe in your own hype, why should anybody else and that's been what it's been for me you know I, i've supported david for a very long time um i used to um manage his bookings and his and and, and everything because i could you know because i'm of my background in sales and i know systems and processes and he didn't have any oh. frankly um <laughs> and basically shame him I need shame him in the comments <laughs> we need the invoices i need to get me paid so um oh. And that's another thing I think that's really important about business is that, look, get comfortable with the damn money. You know, yeah. it takes the shape. Oh, why are you going ahead of my little list? Oh, let me shut up the mark. Let's go to reality. You ain't got no shame. He's on here, taking over the damn place. You know you. Anyway, let me stop my Don't let me call you tomorrow and cuss you early. Yeah, okay? I know you will. You know, you know, tomorrow. You know you cost me back. I, listen, I done said That's why I got my edges covered. Because I knew you were going to come. I done snatched your snatch <laughs> edges already today. So I'm going to give you a blind. <laughs> don't encourage me. Don't encourage the shading of him. I, I can see. He, he already messaged me today also. I don't want any really? McQueen. <laughs> no problems with the McQueen household, okay? 
<laughs> but let's talk about it, Mads. Let's talk about money. Okay. Let's talk about money because I've had my own journey with money. Mm. You've had your own journey with money as well. And a lot of the time, you already know from the women you speak to, most of us aren't even asking for a portion of what we deserve. Ooh, What's your money mindset? You know what? The thing about this money thing is, in all honesty, this is what I've, I've, I've learned. And it's look, I, this is what I think about life. Life is a journey. And every one of these things that we learn, they're journeys. They're not necessarily destinations. Because you get to another level, there's still more to learn, right? So just give yourself a break in that respect. Um, and so, so what I will say is this, right? It takes the same energy to ask for 30 pounds, as it does for 300, as it does for 3,000, as it does for 30,000, as it does for 300,000, as it does for 3 million. So if you're gonna- I need my to... tambourine, I need my tambourine. <laughs> Church. Church. <laughs> you said the same energy, Seriously, the same energy. The same energy it it's the same fretting it's the same paperwork it's the same <laughs> so if that is the case add another zero another zero add another zero okay, can, we, can we say before the zeros get added that we, we need a little bit of a disclaimer because there's a lot of people pretending that no they're showing up zero, you don't have zero in your zero <laughs> And also, if you ain't doing the work, right? Because a lot of people out here shaming us. Yes. I mean, <laughs> give me all in my life. Let me do the run. Let me do the run. Okay. That's me running. Do the run. Do the run. Fred Flint's out around the church. And this is another question. Oh my God, this is something you gotta learn. And I had to learn it. And that is this, just because somebody says, could you do, doesn't mean you should do. Because if you mm. know it's not your bag, don't do it. All it's gonna add is a level of stress that you really don't want. It's also going to end up ruining your reputation, but not just your reputation, especially if you're a black woman, you ruin the reputations of your community. So That's stop right. it right? And the reason why you're doing it, and we've all done it, is because of a lack mentality. It's because you don't think there's any money coming from anywhere else. That's the reason why you're doing your nonsense. And I'm going to tell you, if you truly believed in what your capabilities were, and if you just stuck your uh, stake in the ground and said, this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to make this work for me. Do I think I'll be an executive coach for the rest of my life? No, I don't. There's other things I want to do, but this is where I'm at right now. And this is what I'm doing. And so I'm creating products and doing things so that I can build products and, and a business that doesn't depend on me swapping my time for money. But basically, if you, if you don't, if you know in your heart, this is not your thing, don't do it. Your thing, if you believe it, you're because in your thing, it will come. You're clogging up the system for the people that are experts in that place. You're devaluing the, the markets place as well so when the next person comes along um you know the next person isn't even able to ask what they're actually worth because you've 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 you've, you've messed everything it. up you've ruined it yeah. well, secondly 
the chicken change that you were asking for um, is not helpful they for have the rest it. of us. Secondly, I am so sick within our community of the word free. I'm sick of free. I'm sick of free. I'm sick of free. I am sick of free you you we want to be spending with everybody else but we don't want to spend in our own community our money literally doesn't even last seven hours from when we've got it yeah, it it's doesn't gone and and the thing is about it is that we also hold each other to a much higher standard but to be honest some of the standards are little low i'm sorry yeah get with the caribbean food shop Systems, caribbean food shop put things in order look like your money don't bother going out there saying you're charging three thousand ten thousand twelve thousand fifteen thousand thirty thousand if you still look like your website is back in 1992 <laughs> right if you still no, if you, if don't you get me started on the logos listen, the logos are the worst the logos oh are the worst the red and blue you can't even the, call the them yellow and blue the yellow insulated ikea and then on top of that right you also want to be out there and the thing about it is that you don't even have a proper system so when somebody comes to you what happens i can tell you now without even looking what my system i can tell you people go through they go through calendar they book in a discovery call with me on that discovery call i find out more about what they want when i tell, yeah. when they tell me more that one i tell them how i can help them i tell them my process if we can work I, I tell them my i tell them not just what my sessions are and how I work, I tell them how much it costs on that damn, damn, that Me damn too. ball. I'm not waiting till later. For what purpose? They're hot now. And then on top of that, I ask them for the sale. I also then tell them, you know what I tell them? I tell them, this is what's going to happen. You're going to get an email from me. It's going to have a summary. It's going to have how I work on it. It's going to have the objectives that we've agreed. It's going to have the forms on. It's going to have how much it costs, how you need to pay. And then what's going to happen is once you fill in the form, we will send you a confirmation email and um, an invoice. That invoice needs to be paid before your first session. If we're going to split the yes. invoice, you pay the second payment on the same day of the month than the next month that you paid this month. That is how it works. Yeah. And then we book yeah. in, we get on. If you don't know your own damn system, you're, you're, what are your clients supposed to do? How are they supposed to do <laughs> This is where we lose sales. So we lose sales by not asking for the money in the first place. And then we can't understand. No, you're sitting there at the end of, sorry, I'm going, but I'm going. You sit there, you have the meeting, and then you go, okay, well, um, I'll get back to you. Or I think we should con con continue the conversation. You just wasted your time and theirs. And you just said, I'm not really serious about business. And then you spend the rest of your life chasing somebody who's gone cold. Deal with let's let's talk moment. about this investment. Let's talk about this investment into self, though. I think a lot of people are confused about this whole coaching stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I, when I jump on call, some people are like, I don't know if it's a coach or is it coaching or like, is it coaching that I need? Everybody needs a coach. It's like Listen. therapists. Everybody needs somebody. Listen, as you know, <laughs> I just paid out. I've, I've joined a club that I wanted to be part of because I want to go up to the next level. I don't have all the, look, I'm 51. I am not the damn Oracle. As you get older, you realize you know less and less and less. And these, they're, man, let me call them nice names. These, they're people less than it less than half of my age want to go on like they know everything you do not let me just be clear you don't get yeah. all your neck yeah. in and know that there is a lot to learn and i i'm sorry Remy, i'm going there are you ready for me to go there no yeah go 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 i'm ready i'm also going to say stop taking from advice from people who don't know 
why would you take relationship from advice from somebody who'd not even hit their 20 is that rain out there <laughs> is that rain <laughs> is that rain out why there you, <laughs> you want to tell me how to have a relationship have you had a relationship for even six months have you oh, even finished puberty i'm sorry <laughs> what is wrong with us Jeez. I don't it's, it's a big problem i think you know what i think loads of people are trying to find their feet but there is processes to this thing you know and Absolutely. and and one thing i noticed as well that a lot of people are missing because they don't really have the experience they try to compensate for it in other ways yeah. and and then again it dilutes and messes up the market all over again absolutely. so we're back at square one absolutely and I, we're I, back I, at square one. me you know what stay in your lane stay in your lane mm -hmm. your lane is good enough and actually your lane is broad enough because if, even in fact even if you even if you think your lane is super narrow but your lane doesn't end i don't know if it's your <laughs> camera or mine but what's my one? my one it seems to be um buffering a little bit but it's you're i'm not right sure if it's you moment. or me you're right you i'm all right at the moment. okay cool i can definitely hear you the picture's gone a bit funny but i can definitely right, hear you yeah. i just wanted to I can see you. Yeah. Okay, fine. I can hear you. That's all that matters. I've seen you. I've seen you plenty of time. I see you every morning. <laughs> my dear. Um, yeah, this is the thing about it, right? My, my thing is, look, stay in your lane, right? It's okay. And suddenly get something. Oh, she said you can see but can't hear. Now, I don't know if it's... No, can't see but can hear. I wonder if it's, it's a really problem. I don't know if it's my um, internet, because you know Virgin got issues. Um, and where no, your internet's like being in a and, and Ant Antarctica. Is, uh, has got issues too. But I suppose the thing about it is, is also, this is why I keep saying life is a journey, it's not a destination. Because even if your lane is narrow, even if it's narrow, it's long it's long yeah and so yeah. enjoy it you know work with it master it be really good at it and also know somebody wants what you do the way you do it you don't need to do everything like mm. i was at the um uk black business show last year david and i spoke and what oh my sound has changed you want me to leave and come back you can't because then it will delete everything oh, okay well, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why my sound has changed. I do apologise. Um, so we just it's that Antarctica internet you've got. You know, it's the devil. Um, <laughs> 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 it's the young people that don't. Want I can to hear you. With just, I just can't see you very well. Okay, and your sound has changed. That is true. Let Have you moved? Turn, let me turn and let me turn back. Let you get see my printer and come. Am I back? no oh, we can't well, say you are can do, there's nothing i can do about it i don't know we can hear you though so i, I think that's to, um i don't know how to deal with it and you know i have these issues with these things i don't know what i'm doing so I'm no it's fine i think just just continue okay so here's the thing for me right oh, i don't know now you know i'm old and i don't remember these things once i come off and um, listen it's a <laughs> you can't see me because i've so got my glasses are steaming and i'm shining but anyway um so what was i saying this is how it goes this is my life ladies this is what you got to look forward to <laughs> <laughs> this is what's coming i'm just letting you know you were just talking about you know um when people are operating in spaces that 
Mads, is that your internet? Okay. I am here. I am here. Can you hear me? I'm just wondering if I X you out, would you be? It won't. I don't think it will affect the overall thing. So maybe you could come back in. So you X me so out, it, and then I'll come back yeah. in. All right. Hey, peeps, I'm so sorry. Technical, technical issues. Madeline's internet is like being in an Antarctica or Alaska. <laughs> Should have requested. Hopefully, it's better. Can you see me now? You look better, girl. <laughs> this is what happens. I tell you, I can't deal with this menopause. Oh, look, I got fans. I have about three at my desk because I can't cope anymore. Oh, Listen, I, you you got twenty minutes, and then internet is going to kick us out. So let's let's get into it. Okay. So uh, what you're asking me? Okay, I'm just going to tell you all: stay in your lane. Trust yourself. I know what I was telling you. So last year at the UK Black Business Show, a woman came up to me. She gave me her card. Oh, yeah, I'm, my business. I can tell you now. I, at one stage, I could repeat everything she had on that card. She had 12 things she said that she did. 12. She said he that gave she... up the generalist over. It's the specialist expert and consultant. This is where we're at. Make one thing work and work well, and then you can start to diversify. But if you don't have the systems and processes in place for one thing, how the hell are you going to make three things work? Yeah, so mm. I'm, you know, I'm a coach, but I also do marketing and I do PR and I create um, toys for children and I run a magazine and I do this and I do that. I'm going to tell you, and I make soaps handmade soaps i also do hair products and <laughs> look at my husband got no manners um <laughs> <laughs> this is my life you know this is my life um but i'm just saying right i stick one thing stick to it and then the other thing about that is that when you do become that specialist in that area, you can charge your worth, right? Yeah. And then you collect those testimonials. You can make a difference. And people, listen, I can tell you now, I don't really sell. No, right? you don't. I, and I love that because it's not like you're out here doing the most. <laughs> I get a lot of word of mouth business because I do my business. Yeah. Because I'm not here. I'm not just trying to show. Look social media it's so much damn work it's a full-time job <laughs> <laughs> it's so much work but you so the gag is is that people think the work is the social media how about that and the work listen and it really isn't because that's not where i get most of my clients from and certainly not yeah. from instagram you know maybe or, or facebook at this moment in time if i'm gonna get and somebody asks me to work with me, it's normally through LinkedIn. And so the other thing you need to know is where can you find your people? Where will you find your people? And I'm, listen, ladies, I'm not saying don't have a side hustle, because if you want to have one, go for it. Knock yourself out. But understand, you cannot do it. And I'm going to tell you this, because I'm going to miss bust. And some people will say, oh, no. But I'm going to tell you this, because I'm, I'm a mum. I've run, I've run more than one business at a time. And a oh, wife, mother friend and i'm just going to be honest you can have everything but you can't have everything all at the same time something's mm. going to give something's mm. going to give i'm sorry something is you can't 
be it's at true. the front gate, right? And run the corporate job and have a side hustle. You know, and, and oh, well, and have a good quality of life. And have a good quality of life. You could probably do it. You probably lose all your hair. Your man forgets about you because you're just looking beat. <laughs> but even you ain't dressed up in a while. He forgets about you. You're not available. How are you available? That too. You're not. That you're too. Not and when you're, when you get into the bed, you're tired. You're tired. <laughs> and you know, here's the other thing. I'm just going to tell you, long, long and hard. If you stopped. I'm sorry, Reverend, but I'm just going to say it. Let me grab a tissue because look at me, old lady, sweating up the place. And the good thing about it is we can't see you. Oh, well, that's a good thing, you know, because I'm fine. <laughs> <I'm> mad woman. <laughs> um, here's the thing for me, right? And, and, and this on the relationships. If you were not always making it so difficult to have sex, then actually maybe he wouldn't be pestering you all the time. <laughs> really, the eyes. I'm being honest. I've been married for a long time. Because sex is a big thing. Listen, it's a I'm pillar. It is a pillar. It's, of... it's a big thing when you're trying to build. A, a lot of us are busy. Absolutely. A lot of us are busy. Absolutely. And also, the assumption is, is that that you're the only one who's busy. He's busy too. And just because mm. he doesn't operate like you do, it doesn't mean to say he's not operating. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of them can't move themselves, and they need to. But some of the reasons why they can't move themselves is, one, and I'm just going to be clear, mothers, stop mothering your damn men. And women stop picking anymore. up men that want to be mothered. Right? And then what's picking up these right. men that want to be mothered. And then what's happening is that they are going into their relationships expecting exactly the same thing. And it's like, this. don't make your son a burden to somebody else. That's the first thing, right? Do not, right? Because you didn't want a burden, but you turned your son into a burden. The second thing is, um, when the, we get into these relationships, let's stop mothering our, 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 our men, because what we can't then do, we can't understand why he don't do nothing. Well, if you do everything, why should he do anything? Uh, I've definitely done that before. I've definitely come in here and done the most. I've definitely done that. And it's crippling. It's like, what did your granny say? Building a rug for your own back. That's really what it is. Do you remember we had this conversation about, uh, remember we had the conversation about, you cannot complain if you do it all. And then when you ask him to do something and he does it, you go behind him and do it again. It may not be to your, you bet. Well, let me tell you. If somebody went behind me every time I did something and did it again, why the hell am I going to do it? I'm like, hell no, I ain't doing nothing. Do it yourself if you want to do it. Which is something I don't want your husband in the comments because he has my number. So just mm, mm, now because I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> but I would say, what? Let's men pull this up together. There you go. <laughs> but so we got like less than a, um, fifteen minutes, okay. and I want to ask you about some other bits and pieces. Okay. You, you always call me on the relationship stuff because you've been in a relationship for a long time. But the first time that, um, I, like, you, you were in, like, you came down to Mindset Hack. Do you remember? You yes. and David. Yeah. And you guys were sitting on the panel and you said something that's just not left me. Really? On the kids. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm an empty nester now, right? Listen. On the kids. I love my children. I will do anything. I put my children through. Sorry, Lauren. When we never have no money. I did it all. I've done it all, right? So now that my children have left home, I have no guilt 
whatsoever, but my life was not my children's. Mm. And I'm saying this because if you are not working on your relationship as husband and wife or partners, then basically you're, those kids are going to leave and you ain't going to have one. We are having a blast. I have to be honest. We are having the time of our lives. Um, do sometimes he get on my nerves? Absolutely. Do I get on his? Yes, indeed. But let me just be really honest. If you work on your relationship, I tell my children, we've been telling them since day one, before you were, we were. Mm. And when you're gone, it's going to be us. And so mm. if we're going to go out on a date or whatever we're going to do, or we're sending you to bed because we're spending time at home, then we're doing that because we want to make sure that we've got a strong relationship because when your children see a strong relationship you they are learning from you what relationships look like now yeah. if your relationship isn't strong because you don't spend any time together because it's all about the kids then those children pick up on it strong yeah. and the next thing you know they're all over the place about relationships but not only they feel insecure our children don't feel insecure about um, our relationship because mm. Dave and I are mad. We're mad. We're mad. There's no two ways about it, right? You'll see us doing all kind of fighting and nonsense, right? Sometimes in the bed, well, our neighbors are wild, but anyway, uh, <laughs> the wild in the anyway, but I can't even talk, go down that road. But sometimes in the bed at night, we're, we are laughing, we're fighting and laughing yeah. and having jokes, you know because it should be fun and if it's miserable, yeah. what's the point who wants to live in a cold bed who wants to live yeah. with somebody who's miserable and at the end of the day let me just be very clear many of you know already he's not the one but you because you don't want to be lonely you're with him but you're lonely anyway in the nicest possible way i'm sorry but it's the truth and you know what if we were just like david and i just very quickly before we got married we had six months counseling we had six months counseling our pastor basically made us do these um these tests let me tell you and ask questions and you couldn't you couldn't cross nobody so when the question was asked to you you had to listen i can tell you for the first two counseling sessions we left not talking to each other you know why because many of the things that were sitting underneath we hadn't been doing because we were together yeah. you know you get together and you then you fall into habits right we're not dealing with the issues because we're not dealing with the issues then they're sitting there underneath yeah. and he told us let me just be clear with the two of you if you're going down this road take divorce out of your vocabulary and I was, we were like, okay, now don't get me wrong. Some people just have terrible relationships and they do need to move on. But he said, Re relationships take work. And if you're not willing to work at it, don't go down this road. Yeah. Um, and basically that's been in our heads. We've got to do the work. That means we've got to do the work every day. And I will tell you that marriage is the greatest self-development journey you will go on. It's not about changing your partner and it's not about changing yourself for your partner it's about being your best self in the what about the and also the independent journeys that both of you have to take listen this is in order thing. to show up in a marriage can you see me i'm gonna draw yeah. something let me tell you something don't bother take long because i don't know what your drawing skills are like and we've got about seven minutes this is marriage two people crossing <laughs> over the big that's the value creation isn't it that's what it is right mm -hmm. but what we do as women is we put ourselves right over the man and then we're like this there ain't there ain't nothing here there ain't nothing mm. here it's just this then we can't understand why we lost ourselves mm. Mm. so that's deep you don't need to lose yourself what you've got to do is work on you be your best self and i've had to look i've had to stop being um 
uh, look, the way we work very quickly, we look at a door, and a man looks at a door, he just walks through it. We look at a door, oh, look at that handle. Oh, look at the ornate. Oh, look at the dirt down there. That bit's chipped. They don't look at it the way that we do. And because mm -hmm. of that, right, we need to stop expecting them to be like us. Let me just be very clear. Oh, you never married God. a man. So you married a man, you never married a woman. Stop expecting him to be like you. He is not you. I have definitely been the person that's like hoping he, he cleans the floor like me. You know, hang the washing out. Like, Girl. you see what I see him putting the washing? I've showed him once, I've showed him twice. But listen, if you're going to keep putting the washing out like this, I'm leaving you to it. That's if why you're I have a tumble dryer. That's not me anymore. I have a tumble dryer. I bought myself recently a robot vacuum cleaner. It's not perfect, but it's better than anybody else. <laughs> um, I bought my, I bought myself an electric mop. I'm making my life easy. As yeah. I said, my name's not Kizzy, and he will do. Don't get me wrong, he will, but he may not do it in my time. And not like us, right? And not like us, right? They don't lift up the things. <laughs> And I'm just like hanging out the, the, the wash basket. This <laughs> never went in. Went in. <laughs> Listen, I think we got about four minutes left, but I want to ask you about abundance. Abundance, living in abundance mm. is something that you consistently say to me all the time. It's the way that you sh you you literally live your life. Yeah. through this i do you know i really work on this and it's a job for me to do too right so i'm not the holy grail here but let me just be very clear if you focus on what you don't want guess what you're getting what you don't want focus on yeah. what you want let us stop talking about oh well i don't want this and i don't want that it's one of the biggest questions i ask in coaching people don't know what they want because they don't spend any time thinking about what they want so how can they know i've just posted a video about ask for more how can you ask for more if you don't know what you want in the first place you can't and it's so important for you to focus on abundance. And that might mean looking at a situation and looking for the learning, not looking to cut somebody down. Believe me, I've grown up very judgmental. I've had to learn how to start changing my thinking and view things differently. Um, it takes work and it's all right reading. You can read every book till the cow come home. If you don't put it into practice, it doesn't mean anything at all. And so for me, like one of the books that made it really has made a big difference to me on the journey, Catherine Ponder, The Divine Laws of Prosperity, because it's all about the commands, the thinking, the focusing on what you want and being really very clear and specific, like real specific. Like, as you know, I wanted a Kia Sportage. I've wanted it for seven years, right? Mm. I wanted a Kia Sportage. Um, at the time, it was a KX3 because my wits are long. Anyway, change change the model. But I definitely wanted the panoramic roof and I wanted this August. I bought it cash. I bought mm. it cash. I was clear. And it came. And I realized that whatever you want, one of the things I read in one of the books is whatever you want isn't big. No matter how big you think it is, it's like a pin to the universe. It's like a little dot. If you view it that way and it's possible for you and you believe it and you move in the direction of it, you can make it happen. Think abundance and change it. I agree. Change your language. Change your language. Big, big, big one. Change your language. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you, mm -hmm. what do you want to say to a black woman in 2020? This is the decade of the black woman. Rise up, step up, do what you can, 
Spend what you need to forget the weave. Spend on your self-development, whether that's therapy or coaching or a course or whatever it may be. And and second, and live, 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 and enjoy this journey because there is so much to enjoy, and the right people will show up if you focus on really what you want. Quickly tell me two seconds about the pay it forward challenge and why you wanted to get involved. Okay, so I did counselling myself. I did counselling myself 72p in my pocket. Um, but I needed it and I knew I needed it. So I made it my priority. We will find money for whatever we want. I decided to pay it forward so women could see what there was and then they could take it on. It's not for us to pay for all of it for you because you can if you want to. What it is for us to is to help you open the doors. If I think there are some spaces left. If you know you're in a bit of a situation, you need some counselling, reach open out from the door because you know what? You'll spend it on Fenty, you'll spend it on weed, you'll spend it on food, you'll spend it on this and that and the other. Spend it on you because you are your best asset ever. Amen. Um, how can we find you? If people want to get in contact with you, if people are ready to make the investment, tell, tell, tell us where you are. I'm here, the Madeline McQueen. I'm just going to be honest. I charge around three grand plus that. Um, I might do a little deal for a black woman, but it ain't going down below certain prices. Then about to ask me just in the nicest possible way because I just want to be honest about it. But I have a confidence builder program that was on my site. It's £122.50 plus fat. So it's £147. You get videos, you get me. So um, you basically can go and get that. In fact, maybe what I'll do is a... I'll do a Remy 10 discount code in the next 10 minutes um okay you can get 10 percent off um but you can find me at madelinemcqueen.com m-a-d-e-l-i-n-e so it's madeline.com um you can find me here the madeline mcqueen all lowercase you can go to my link tree and find it um and you can find me on twitter madeline mcqueen you find me on facebook madeline mcqueen i got my name so yes <laughs> <laughs> thank you so so much you know, we're gonna have to do this again I love you dearly, girl. You're the best. So, oh, care. thank you so much, guys. That Bye, was the, the Madeline McQueen. Woo! The Madeline McQueen. <laughs> Catch you later, girly. I'm going to X you out now. Thank you. Take care, ladies. Bye. Edges snatched on what? I told you, this is the woman that's just helping me figure out so much in my life as well. You know, um, she's mum, sister, auntie, cousin, coach, mentor, and everything in between. Just, I'm so grateful. So, so really grateful. And you know what? Go and follow her page, the confidence. If you're suffering with confidence issues or whatever, go grab it. She's poured so much into the confidence booster and literally it's changing lives. Like don't skimp on yourself. 2021 is coming. And honestly, you don't want to be left behind. All right, guys, catch you on the other side. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Advice You Didn't Take podcast. All the links will be added in the show notes below. If you loved what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe, share and tell a friend. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and give us a five-star review so we can go up the ranks and reach so many more of you as we continue to grow. We'll be back very soon with another episode. And in the meantime, stay productive.